Welcome back to the No Wrong Turns podcast with Audrey Hickman Hunter. I am Audrey and I am your host. I am so happy that you're here. If you like what you are listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Every other Tuesday, we have an awesome guest come on to chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Thickman Hunter on your podcast player app so that you guys will never miss an episode. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. How are you all doing? If you're listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, then we just passed the Easter holiday. Happy belated Easter. This Easter, my husband and I were able to join my family for a little Easter dinner and dessert. For Easter dessert, we have always had a pound cake that is baked and frosted to look like a lamb. I grew up with my grandma doing this and she passed her lamb mold and tradition down to me. I think this is about my seventh year that I have done this and I think each year it gets better and better. I hope your Easter weekend was a time that you're able to share with some family, get some fresh air in this nice spring weather, and reflect on the great sacrifice that Jesus gave for us to have the hope of eternal life. Friends, if you are interested in being in a small group setting for listening, discussion, and action work with the main focus on racial justice, I would invite you to consider joining my book club. Our March and April book selection is Anti-Racist Ally, An Introduction to Activism in Action by Sophie Williams. If you are interested in joining the conversation, our next book club meeting will be on Tuesday, April 20th at 7.30 p.m. Chicago time. DM us on our social medias at NoWrongTurnsPod or email us at NoWrongTurnsPod at gmail.com. Listeners, welcome to our 37th episode with Aurora Lee, the Minimalist Mama. This is our part two follow-up from last week's part one episode. If you haven't had a chance yet to listen to part one, I would recommend hopping back to episode 36 to give it a listen and then giving episode 37, part two with Aurora, a listen. I shared last week on how I found our guest Aurora from her Instagram at simply.rory. On Aurora's Instagram, she shares about this idea of less stuff and more of what truly matters through encouragements and tips for simple, intentional, and low-waste living. This week, we'll be hearing more about minimalism and simple living through exploring topics such as maintaining minimalism, realistic minimalism, exploring minimalist myths, and hearing some of Aurora's minimalist resources. You are for sure going to want to lean in and not miss hearing more of Aurora's story as she highlights her passions of simple living, Jesus, and motherhood. No matter if this is your story and you can relate to her or not, I believe that there is something in this episode for you. All right, here's my conversation with Aurora Lee. Also, too, I'm just kind of curious, do you feel like a lot of like planning like needs to go into keeping this kind of simple living minimalism like lifestyle, like, I don't know what it, like up to date in your house? I guess what I'm asking is, do you have, I don't know, monthly or you know, quarterly like cleanouts, I guess. I'm not sure how, like, you know, because, you know, stuff gets old or you don't use it the same as you used to. So how does, how does that look for you? Yeah. I mean, we did a big declutter in the beginning um, right. when 2019. So we did a big, big decluttering at the time, but I would say throughout the years now that we've been in this journey of two years, I think the decluttering will not stop. Obviously, with children, there's always things you need to go through, you know, right. old clothes, clothes just, just don't fit anymore, that is just out of season. And even with toys, as much as we try to be 
more intentional in what we keep now that we try to keep the things that will last for a long time. Just sometimes, for example, like wooden alphabet puzzles, like by the time they're able to read, I don't think they would be interested in playing with the wooden alphabet puzzle anymore. So simple things like that, but definitely it's less overwhelming as we go because the more you do it, I think it's more of a maintenance thing anymore Mm -hmm. instead of this like one big decluttering event. And I want to say too that when it comes to decluttering and then just how you want to maintain this simple living um, lifestyle, it all depends on you as a person and your personality and also Mm -hmm. just your family dynamic, like your season, right? I would say family with um, like more children, like with four, like a bigger family would have a lot more kind of this maintenance decluttering happening as their, you know, kids different age kind of outgrow certain clothes, certain toys, certain things, you know, and I would also say, um, you know, going back to that grace space, it all depends on how you and your partner are, right, whether or not you're on the same page, and then how ready are you or your partner to let go of certain things. My husband just was just feeling ready to let go or declutter the basement because of COVID this year in April, since we're home anyway, um, you know, he was like, and we're spending more time at home too, right? He Mm -hmm. actually see like how desperately our basement (laughs) needs to, you know, be decluttered and, you know, to tackle on the basement. So we did that and he did really great. He was like very strict with himself. Like he realizes, okay, this is just we don't need to keep this one. And I was like, yeah, I told you a year ago, we don't need to keep that. But yeah, so he was just being very strict about it. And, you know, he's like, okay, we don't need this. We might need this. So let's just keep this here and then we'll mm-hmm. see again. So just allowing him to have that um, space to decide as well, like what he wants to keep and then how he wants to organize the basement afterwards after the decluttering, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's definitely, it's going to be a long journey. Again, it all depends on you um, and your personality and then your spouse and your family dynamic. And then again, when you're, when there's children in the picture too, it's going to look very different in, in different seasons of the kid's life mm-hmm. too, right? And then in your life as a family. So um, yeah, it's definitely a journey. But one thing that I would say is that you can declutter your house however you feel like it. Some people like to tackle one easy small area at one time. And then I was the type of person that like it's all or nothing kind of thing. So yeah. in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to declare um, this house basically. So yeah, we declared the toys and then I move on to my personal belongings, like my clothes, jewelry, mm-hmm. makeup, like all, all the girl stuff, shoes. Yeah. And then we moved on to the kitchen. The kitchen was a pretty big thing too, because it's, it's a shared space, mm-hmm. but mostly I'm in the kitchen. So right. it's, there's a lot of great space there too happening. And then the living room and, you know, it's just tackling one area at the time. I really like how you mentioned it's um, the idea of being able to go at your own pace, because I think, especially in the minimalism and simple living, 
people will come up, you know, with great, with great plans of, you know, do this in 30 days or whatever. And that sounds great. You know, you like, you want to get it done, you know, quick or whatever. But I think Mm -hmm. also too, like, as you're going through, you, maybe you'll do one of those things once every couple of days, because I think a lot of times I'm a little, sometimes I find myself to be a little bit sentimental with like, things. I'm like, oh, my grandmother gave this to me. (laughs) And it's like, I have a a lamp sitting out there. And I remember my grandparents gave that to me. It's nothing special. Like they gave it to me though, when I was, uh, got my first apartment in college. And I just like, I'm like, I don't know if I can (laughs) give this, like, like give this away or, you know, I have other things to remember them by. And honestly, like the lamp is like, kind of falling apart. The shade is like not so well, so it probably needs to go, but mm-hmm. I am just not quite ready to let it go. But I really liked how you shared about um, how your husband had the gray space in the basement area. And when he was ready to um, declutter and give things away, he was able to do that. But then also just still having that grace, grace space, I guess, with the things that you're not sure if you're going to need in the future. So you're going to hold, just decide to hold on to and reevaluate, um, at a later time. Mm -hmm. With minimalism too. Um, again, going back to that, it's a journey that sometimes you think that you can't let go a certain item. It's still, it still holds such, such special place in your heart, for example, right? Yeah. But maybe like five, six months, a year into this lifestyle, you just kind of have a mindset shift or like a heart shift, you know, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's okay for you to keep that item a year ago. But if you're ready to let, let that go now, then, then you, can, you can decide to let that go, right? It's, it's a journey. And I feel like with with every time I declutter, like we have this mini decluttering around the house, it's always like, oh, okay, I, I think I'm ready to let this particular item go. And then sometimes I realize that, oh, actually I needed this item more than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm not going to let this go. I'm going to keep it. It's still, it's still serving for us this season of life. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it's not a race. I like to say that minimalism, it's not a race, right? It's not like you have to be a minimalist within a month or something like that. I feel like you become a minimalist is um, when your mindset shift, mm-hmm. when you realize that, oh yeah, that's true. Life is not about stuff, right? Yeah. Life is about people, mm-hmm. right? It's about, um, it's about experiences. It's about whether or not we're being um, a good servant to ourselves, to the people around us and to our community, right? It mm-hmm. goes beyond life is not about stuff. And um, I feel like once your mindset shift, it's going to impact your decision, whether Mm -hmm. decision on what things you will bring into your life or what things you will let go Mm -hmm. of your life. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. That is P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application.
also minimalism doesn't have to look a certain way if you go on social media and then you just type in minimalism or like minimalist house or something like that you kind of get this almost unrealistic images of what minimalism looks like and i mean it's great if their house can look like that with just a nice clean bench with a little plant and a tv <laughs> and a minimalist looking nice sofa but yeah. it's not my minimalism i have two young children you know they need toys right and they need comfortable sofa that they can jump on and take apart if they want to build forts yeah you know so it doesn't have to look a certain way you get to decide um how your minimalism would look like for you for and specifically for that season of your life because again it's a journey it mm -hmm. might look different in different seasons of your life right there might be seasons where you will have more stuff especially yeah. when you're a new uh, when you have a newborn i feel like there's just so much stuff with the swing and baby crib boxes and boxes of diapers you know yeah. um so yeah there will be seasons maybe that you do need to accumulate or you will have to keep more stuff but there's gonna be seasons where you're ready to let go mm -hmm. of more stuff so it's not a race and it doesn't have to look a certain way you get to decide how your minimalism will look like for you for that season of your life wow i really like how um you kind of said that it's kind of just a seat as you have to evaluate in that season what that is going to look like for you and mm -hmm. for um for your family depending who you're who you're living with so i kind of want to i guess that's kind of like a little bit of a myth you debunked for us but i'm just kind of curious if there's any other myths that you've heard of maybe before you uh started with simple living minimalism that you had heard of that you believe to be true but now um you figured out oh this is not true or mm -hmm. if there's any myths that you hear now that you're like people keep saying this about minimalism and um i do not find this to be true so i was just wondering if you could debunk some myths for us today yeah, the first thing that just kind of popped out in my mind is that you just stop buying stuff, oh, which yeah. is just so not true. <laughs> it's just impossible for you to not buy stuff anymore. But after learning about minimalism, you just become more intentional in what you choose mm -hmm. to buy, in what you choose to uh, bring to your home, right? And as a part of learning about minimalism, I've also learned about just the environmental impact of our consumerism. Mm -hmm. um, so I learned a little bit about sustainability, about um, how terrible is our consumerism habit is, you know, doing such harmful things to the planet and to the people too. Mm -hmm. So you started looking into, oh, is this a natural a material that can recycle or can be um, you can compost them right mm -hmm. or um, is this coming from a company who are treating their workers you know from the top to all the way the people who work in the manufacturing um, plants well do they get paid well um, mm -hmm. not well maybe like fair at least yeah. right or they're are they working in a in a good and healthy working environment so mm -hmm. you started thinking about um, all these things now um, with that I want to mention that um, it truly is a privilege when you can um, invest your money on these companies who are um, they call it ethical mm -hmm. uh, companies or ethical brands because uh, in order for you to make sure that their workers are paid fairly, 
then that particular item will definitely have to cost more than just something that you pick up in Forever 21 or H&M, right. like all this fast fashion mm -hmm. brands and, you know, uh, companies. So um, I just want to point out, point that out because um, there's this issue of privilege if you can completely stop buying from these companies. And I mm -hmm. definitely, it's, it's definitely true. So I just want to say it out loud that I do understand that there's this thing called privilege too. But yeah, like it definitely affects your buying decision, you know, mm -hmm. um, you just become more aware of where your money goes, what kind of item you're buying and whether or not that particular item will serve you in the season or it's just adding clutter to your house. It's just, is it just because it's cute? I used to buy like decorations <laughs> for the home so much just because solely it's cute and I will yeah. try so hard to find a place uh, where I can place that particular item to justify my purchase. And I just think that's just such backward thinking. Yeah. So now I see what I need and then I will look around my house. Is there anything that I already have that I can use to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, serve that need? And then if I don't, then I will go to places like Facebook marketplace or the thrift store mm -hmm. uh, to look for that particular item. And if I can't find it, then I will make intentional purchases. So that's just how like my train of thoughts work um, before I decide to purchase something. Um, so that's myth number one. So, and for the second myth, uh, another thing that I've heard quite a bit is basically if you're a minimalist, you just don't like colors. Mm -hmm. So it's always like black and white and, and all the different shades in between and basically just like neutral colors, which I just think it's, it's hilarious, maybe because they see the minimalists, you know, they always wear the same black tops, you know, yeah. and um, there's another one that I can't remember the name of, he's on YouTube, that he always wear the same shirt every day, it's always the same thing. Um, but yeah, that's just not true. I mean, I enjoy neutral colors even before minimalism. I always mm -hmm. enjoy the warm tones, you know, wood tones, and then just the bright white spaces. Uh, with a little bit of pops of yellow here and there, but yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's, it's just not true. <laughs> I think when you were talking about uh, somebody wearing like the same shirt or the same outfit, like every, every time that I think it was Steve Jobs who just like always wore the same thing. And I think he did. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that his reasoning was just to make like have like one less decision to make and yeah. so then his like mind power could be going to other stuff which mm -hmm. isn't bad and I think also goes back to that idea that we talked about at the beginning of decision fatigue and mm -hmm. making things simpler you know depending on your your space and uh where where you are but yeah mm -hmm. But you don't need to do that for uh, to be to be a minimalist. <laughs> you can if you choose to, but yes. you don't have to. <laughs> Not a requirement. Not a requirement at all. Yeah, I think those are I think those are really good, um, just to kind of have in your in your uh, mindset that this isn't quite necessarily true. Like you don't need to change the person that you are, or the things that you necessarily like but especially like in terms of like you, what you were saying like colors and your style preferences like that's not what minimalism doesn't mean just you know static straight lines black and white monochromatic but just more of a 
intentional intention being intentional with your style choices would you mm-hmm. would you say that's a good summary yeah definitely hey listeners some of you may have heard a big part of my story on how i started this podcast during my day job i get to listen to podcasts all day long the ones i really enjoy are the ones that encompass someone's story and their passions Since I'm an avid podcast listener, I wanted to share some podcasts and podcast episodes that I've enjoyed and that I think you will like as well. This week, I want to share with you a podcast called Undistracted with Brittany Packnett Cunningham. The host, Brittany, is an activist, educator, and popular TV commentator, and a trusted voice for millions of people interested in social justice. Now, with Undistracted, she aims her focus on the most pressing issues of our time through the lens of intersectionalism, feminism. From the latest headlines to deep dives with today's most fascinating change makers, Undistracted is your weekly guide to the revolution. I particularly enjoy hearing from her variety of guests, such as America Ferreira, Representative Cori Bush, and Lisa Ling, just to name a few. I will link the podcast in the show notes. I guess I want to add a little bit when it comes to clothes because that'd be great. I, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think all the ladies will relate to this topic a lot. But uh, again, going back to that, it's just a journey, and then the intentionality, intentionality that comes into um, the way you dress, right? I think um, I think a lot of us can relate that when we pick an outfit or choose um, a clothes item clothing item to buy it's most of the time it's like oh it's cute or it's in the color that I like the color that is like on trend or the pieces that are like on trend right now right right? but sometimes that particular style or color or like whatever it is it or that particular piece itself it's not going to serve you for like a long time you might wear it like once Mm-hmm. And then you would realize that, oh, apparently I don't look good in high-waisted jeans, you know, <laughs> because high-waisted jeans are so on trend, right? Yep. So it's going back to that intentionality where you're like you, I guess for ladies too, we need to realize our body shape, right? Mm-hmm. And then our season of life. And then um, I talk about this too in my um, Instagram. Um, I call it simplified and intentional uh, wardrobe. So it's basically, it's just a very thoughtful way of you organizing your wardrobe. You think about all the different um, events or your lifestyle, whether or not you need a wardrobe for your um, work. Um, and for me, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't need like a um, like a blazer, like a formal blazer, like a formal mm-hmm. pants, you know, where, that I used to have when I was working at a school. I don't need that anymore. Now I am a stay-at-home mom, so I can let that go. So it's just deciding on what I keep in my wardrobe and then what I would bring if I choose to will fit my lifestyle, will fit my body type, my body right now, and then my personal style too. I'm at home now. My style is basically comfort, casual, (laughs) right? I don't need anything to be like trendy or you know sophisticated you know as if you work in certain industry right but if you do then go ahead and have a wardrobe for that so it's just a lot of thought going into it about your lifestyle all the different events that you go to 
Mm -hmm. Well, different places that you go to and then your body shape right now. And then um, especially post mother after kids, right? Mm -hmm. And then your personal style too. So everything just goes into the thought and then that helps you to decide what items you should keep in your wardrobe and then um, what items um, if you choose to bring or if you choose to purchase, bring something to your wardrobe, it's just going to be even more intentional and will fit your season of life at that time. This kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've seen uh, capsule or heard of capsule wardrobes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, uh, I like when they have all the clothes like laid out so you can just get a visual of like snapshot of like, this could be this. And then they, um, sometimes if they're, if it's more of like a post or something about it, they will show, you know, the different combinations, like these 20 pieces could be styled to make these 50 outfits, you know, or something like that. But the reason I, uh, like seeing all of that is to kind of say to myself, like, oh, I have, you know, these pieces, like, how are they styling it here? Just to see, because sometimes you do get like a, for me, at least I get a little bit like bored, like, oh, I just wear the same, you know, the same thing, but just to see like kind of a reimagining of the stuff that you already have. Um, I really like that, but I also liked the, um, kind of what you were saying, um, thinking about like, what can you add and being intentional and specific about it, not just for it to be cute, but Mm -hmm. to, um, sometimes when I've seen those capsule wardrobes, I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually do not have like a basic white tank top to wear under things. And it's not just a thing that I would, I'm just getting to have around, but it can go with many outfits because this is just kind of like an, you know, like an undershirt of something that Mm -hmm. you would need. And I also have used Pinterest before to, I have like a piece that I really like. And I notice I'm not really wearing it as much or I'm, I'm like only narrowing it down to being like this styled this one way, but then, mm-hmm. um, kind of just typing the name in Pinterest and scrolling. There's so right. many different ideas and combinations. I'm like, Oh, I actually already like shopping my own closet. Like I already have mm-hmm. this. So I, I could do that. Um, so I yeah. really like how, how you mentioned that of just being kind of thoughtful, thoughtful, but at the same time, just being like intentional about what you're, what you're adding and the stage of life that you're in. Mm -hmm, For sure. Capsule wardrobe works, um, kind of like, uh, Lego blocks, if you would want to think in that way. So you almost have like the basic pieces, Mm -hmm. but there are different ways for you to put together, um, an outfit. So it definitely requires a little bit more um, creativity into it, I feel like, and then yeah. just a little bit more thinking into how you can combine certain pieces together. Mm-hmm. For me, at this stage of my life, I'm like, I don't want to think too much about <laughs> what I want to wear. Yeah. Um, and with simplified and an intentional wardrobe, it's basically all the pieces that you have in your wardrobe is it's something that you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just pick something and it's always, um, it's always the right piece for you. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. So we have heard a lot about minimalism and simple living, and you mentioned a few resources that you've used along the way, but I just kind of wanted to ask you 
kind of a, in a condensed point, if there's anything specific that you would recommend listeners to, they're hearing about simple living, or maybe, you know, they've already seen a few documentaries about it or heard people talk about it and they're interested in learning more, what would you suggest to them uh, for resources? Okay, uh, first thing that popped in my mind is the classic minimalism documentary on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And actually, they are coming out with a new documentary in January 1st. Um, so it depends on when this podcast is going to launch, but it will be available on Netflix at, at the time, I guess, at awesome. the time this podcast launch. Um, yeah. I think the second one is called Less Is Now. So I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be great, just like the first one. Um, and the second one, one book that I really, really gain a lot of value from is a book by Joshua Becker. Um, it's called The More of Less. So he talks about the minimalism itself. But what I love about this book is that minimalism is not the goal. It's a tool that will help you to create however life that you want to create a life that will allow you to pursue your passion, a life that will allow you to be more generous. So it's always like minimalism is a tool, but the end it's not minimalism itself. So I love how he talks about, you know, it just opens, opens up um, a lot of opportunities to be, you know, a blessing for others when you decide to embrace um, this lifestyle. And um I would say when it comes to fashion and sustainability, there is this uh, documentary called, I do. oh, The True Cost? Oh, I, I th that sounds like it's true. Um, that, that's ringing a bell for me. Rings a bell? I, yeah, because I, I did watch cost. something. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> the Truman it, Show came out. <laughs> Not that one. Yeah, The True Cost. But the, I think it was called the true, the true cost of fashion. And it went into yeah. the ideas about how, you know, H&M, like H&M Forever 21, like the fast fashion makers, I guess, how yeah. just, just going into kind of their supply chain line and how you're able to buy a shirt for $3.99, but the, this is other people are paying for your shirt basically, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, definitely. Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer Skincare launched a skincare line that covers all your skin needs. They proved that you don't need a million serums and eye creams to get better skin. Why we love them. Clean ingredients and effective results with just three simple steps that even you and your partner can share. Personally, for me, I love the way the cleanser feels as I'm putting it on. It smells awesome. I am so excited today to have Romer Skincare as our sponsor because on our next episode, we have Lauren Rome, founder of Romer Skincare, coming on the podcast as a guest to share her story and her passion of creating a clean and simple skincare line. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners 20% off by using the code PASSIONPOD. That is P-A-S-S-I-O-N. P-O-D on their website, romerskincare.com. That is R-O-M-E-R-S-K-I-N-C-A-R-E.com. No stress, no clutter, just happy skin. Yeah, it's just so sad, like watching all of this um, documentaries and then 
realizing how terrible is our consumerism habits just impacts so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I just, I think it was maybe college and going forward before college, I had no idea about this kind of thing. I was like, Oh, it's so cool. I get everything, you know, on sale. So cheap. And mm-hmm. my like narrowed perspective, I wasn't thinking who's making this, how can it be so yeah. cheap, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, just going back to kind of what you were sharing a little bit earlier about, being um, mindful of the things that you buy in terms of where it's being sourced from, are people being paid a fair wage to make this? And oftentimes like that piece will cost more than something that you could just go buy really quickly from one of those fast fashion kinds of places. And I think that this Christmas season, I've thought a little bit more intentionally about exactly where I'm getting my gifts from. Now I'm not perfect. So not everyone I have mm-hmm. used, you know, Amazon and that kind of yep. thing. But no, we still just, do. It's impossible to escape Amazon. <laughs> yeah. But just being able to, um, I think like kind of investigate and I found uh, like through Etsy, I was able to, cause you're able to click on the shops and then sometimes they have an Instagram or something like that linked to them just to be able to see like, who's the maker of this? Is this like, you know, a woman owned business or a black owned business and mm-hmm. like where you're putting your dollars to support that. And sometimes I was talking with a friend the other day and she was telling me about something uh like about her her journey in in buying things this season and she said it definitely was a little bit more research and it is easier to do that but in the uh like to buy from you know amazon be able to get it instantly or something but it um it is a, you know, a privilege to be able to have the time to be able to research this and to be able to uh, afford things that cost a little bit more. But in the long run, like that is, um, I think the, one of the best decisions that we, you could make for yourself if, if you're able to. Mm-hmm. It's all about the issue of just being aware, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it is still a privilege for you to support small businesses because those going to cost more um even if you like the thrift store is it's just sad you know and it's 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 kind of it's hard to want to buy secondhand products but then we don't have the thing that we need to buy from from our local thrift store Mm -hmm. so i feel like even buying secondhand and being able to always buy secondhand it's almost like a privilege now too because you just don't have the same access of thrift stores all around the country. So um. I know that for on, on that point, I know that you had mentioned a couple, uh, you had mentioned like using Facebook marketplace mm-hmm. and like those kind of things. And I really like that also too, when you were talking about not having a thrift store, um, a couple of like resale apps that I have used is like Poshmark of being able mm-hmm. to usually it's secondhand or somebody, or even somebody buys something. A lot of times you'll see like new with tags, like somebody buys something and isn't just change not, their mind. Yeah. Change their mind. So like turn around and sell it or another one yeah. is called thread up. And yeah. um, just, it's interesting to see uh, yeah. those online thrift stores, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one too. We've, we, we use a uh, Mercari. I don't know if you, Oh yeah. I've heard yeah, of that one. So I have much better luck 
on Mercari than on Poshmark for some reason. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just for like kid stuff, toys and things like that. And um, I would also recommend just watching other documentaries about um, the environment and sustainability. You can really educate yourself and just become more aware on just how terrible our consumerism habits are for um, the planet. And again, I just want to say this, there is, it's, there's no judgment. You know, what I hope from this conversation is just for us to be more aware mm -hmm in what's happening uh, just behind, you know, picking up an item at the store and then paying for it and then bringing it home. And then not to think about what are some of the things that are happening behind the scenes, you know, the, mm -hmm. the people who work and make these products, the companies, and then when it comes to how the sustainability aspect of the company too. So um, yeah, no judgment. And then just, you know, for us to be more aware and then more mindful and intentional. Uh, with our purchases basically so um yeah i'm sure there's a lot more other resources out there but those are the yeah. things that just kind of pop up in my mind awesome i think those are be a good start for for people who are looking for a jumping off point and i think uh this just reminds me of just like having a small group of resources for less decision fatigue i feel like i keep <laughs> talking about that when you you know if you just merely googled it so awesome thank you so much Thank you so much for joining us each week to listen to our awesome guests as they come on and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. I am so humbled and honored that you would choose to download and listen to these conversations every other week through inviting me into your earbuds, your headphones, your car, your Google Homes, your Alexas, wherever you listen to us. Thank you so much, friend. I am so grateful for you. Could you do me a favor? If you have not already subscribed to the podcast, would you do that in whichever podcast player app that you're listening to this on today? If you're subscribed already, thank you so much, listener. I truly appreciate it. It makes a huge difference. I would love it if you could share the show with a friend. I find out about so many different shows through recommendations from friends. Maybe some of you have found out about the show through a friend sharing it with you. Lastly, would you please leave a rating or review on whichever podcast player app that you're listening to this on? Thank you so much. I know that these things may seem super small, subscribing, sharing the show, leaving a rating or review, but they make a huge difference in new listeners finding the No Wrong Turns pod. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here, for listening, for cheering on the No Wrong Turns pod. Thank you for subscribing, sharing, and reviewing the show. Okay, so our last question um, that we ask everyone on the podcast is, what is fueling you today? What is fueling your passion? So this could be anything from a coffee drink, a new um, walking space for your family, um, uh, a new tradition that you guys have developed. Uh, so what's fueling you today? Ooh, this season for me has been about living slow. So, um, yeah, I'm so thankful to be able to, to have this slow season. We have been doing um, the experience-focused Christmas tradition, so that has been quite a highlight these days. And in the beginning of the month, I w we were just, well, I was so excited about all the things that we would do. Um, I still am, but I <laughs> thought it would be a lot more like, more kind of like high energy kind of month. But I don't know, I feel like I have been led to just live more slow and then to just pause. Like we still can do all the things that we want to do this month to, you yeah. know, enjoy Christmas season. 
but other than that i have not been just very upbeat just sit down on the couch read multiple books with the kids just mm -hmm. lie down on the floor talk about random things with the kids so yeah has just been led to be a lot more present and to just be like slow and enjoy the slowness of the winter time i guess <laughs> i really like that i think that's definitely true for all i think a lot of people can relate to we have all this time but you can be intentionally being slow and taking those um, kind of savoring those moments mm-hmm Awesome. Well, one last thing before you go. So I didn't share this at the beginning, which I totally forgot, but I found you on Instagram. So <laughs> I um, was wondering if you would like to share your Instagram account so people can find you. And I've gotten a lot of like little tidbits and just kind of ideas that I was like, oh, you know what, actually I could uh, start this small thing or do this small thing for myself or a little mindset shifts that you've shared. So could you share a little bit about your Instagram? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and it is just at simply.rory. So it's S-I-M-P-L-E-E dot R-O-R-Y. And yeah, I am there most of the time, not so much this season. <laughs> yeah. Again, just being let to just be more present with the family. But um, yeah, you can find me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Friends, I really enjoyed hearing part two from Aurora on her story of what minimalism looks like in her life. One idea that Aurora unpacked was about how minimalism is on your own terms. I love how she kind of walked us through her thought process on becoming, on how becoming a minimalist is a mind shift and being able to not focus on the stuff around us, but on the people around you, about the experiences and about being a good member of your community. I hope that we were all encouraged today from part two with Aurora's story and passions. My prayer is that you consider what God has for you and what he might be leading you to. You can see the show notes for our music credits. All right, guys, enjoy your week. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. And I will see you back here next time with our guest, Lauren Rome from Romer Skincare. Hey friends, you have just listened to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter. I am Audrey and I am your host and I am so happy that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are bringing you new shows every other Tuesday and always have on some awesome guests to come and chat about their story, their passions, and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter on your podcast player so that you will never miss an episode. See you next time.